Welcome, everybody, to our eighth episode of Think What You Will podcast with me, Rodrigo Pontes, and my friend, Jason Suarez. Yeah, we're here on episode eight, and we're so grateful for all your support and you guys sticking around and listening to our episodes. We encourage you to subscribe. We're always producing like content throughout the week, whether it's reels, you know, on our Instagram and stuff. We also have short videos that we release on YouTube, so make sure you like our videos and subscribe to, you know, get notifications for that. Yeah. So after that being said, today, our eighth episode, we're going to be talking about party culture, more so towards our generation. So Jason, why don't you get us started a bit and tell us what's your perspective towards our generation and party culture? What do you think about it? What are your thoughts? Um, it's, it's, it's an interesting topic. I think I have like mixed views on it. Like, I don't think it's a, a black and white picture of like, is a good thing or it's a bad thing. It's kind of, you know, a complicated situation. Um, but you know, I think like, let's, you know, narrow it down in context. You know, we're not talking about parties like, um, you know, somebody's birthday party today, unless it's at a club or something. I think yeah. we're talking, about, you know, party party with like alcohol and drugs and things like that. And that's what we kind of want to dive in today. Like talking about that. Yeah, I agree with you. So personally, are you a fan of going out to party drinking and possibly consuming drugs? Uh, the latter? No, definitely not drugs. But um, <laughs> I, I understand the hype around like uh, going out to parties. For me, it's like, the one of one of the few positives for it is like the opportunity to socialize. Yeah. I think that's probably the only reason I would really go out to party. It's not to drink, it's not to get wasted and things like that. That's good. I agree with you on that on that. For me personally, I don't mind going to a party every now and then, but I personally like am not a fan of partying. Um I don't like enjoy alcohol. I don't do drugs. It's no bueno. No no good for you. And um, I, w- I just got to ask before we keep going, do you consider weed a drug? Because some people do and some don't. It's a drug, yeah. You consider it a drug. Okay, personally, so do I. Because it's something that people might do a lot and it could be addictive. But, you know, there are some countries that have legalized it. So it's not that much viewed as a drug. So, you know, there's a 50-50 on that so common there's no point in you know prohibiting it and having a law against it i think that's why it's, i just don't want to have to be arresting people all the time with you know weed on them and things but i'm sure there's other details that i don't know i'm not obviously not working in the government but uh i think you know hit on something interesting before which was you're saying oh you don't have a reason to go partying you know because you don't have that interest in for example drinking alcohol and consuming drugs right so what do you think what do you think in your opinion is like um, the number one reason or some of the principal reasons why people actually party. Like, you know, I would say to blow off steam, to have fun and let loose. Um, for me personally, if I go out uh, with my friends, let's say to a club or something, mo- most mm-hmm. of them will probably drink, but not me. I won't, uh, I'll just be there completely sober, but I can still have fun. You know, I still enjoy myself. I have fun with my friends. We have good times. And, um, yeah, but I would say the main reason would be to blow off steam, you know? How about you? What, what do you think? Yeah, sort of. I think blowing off steam, I don't know if partying is the best 
way to <laughs> I don't know I don't think it is but I think it's a good it's a good socializing you know opportunity where you meet a lot of people I think that's like I said one of the few reasons I would go partying but I'm not a big partier myself you know I think um it's kind of like a wrong a wrong path to go down you know it starts, yeah. it starts nice like it's like oh you know I went to a party here and had a couple of drinks it's all very nice I think if you keep it at that kind of level where it's just a light indulgence and you do you do it every once in a while for somebody's birthday or for a special occasion or for some specific reason that's all right but then once you start you know getting addicted to it getting in a habit of being like oh at the end of my week you know or this day every week i have to go do this i have to go do that yeah. you know get addicted to that feeling i think it becomes you know something that isn't positive no I, I like that i like that what you just said that it starts like with the small small steps of oh i go out here and then and then some people get in the habit of going and enjoy it too much that they go all the time and see that, oh, crap, I didn't go. I got to go, you know. But um, I the, the thing that is interesting is both of us, we're tackling this topic, right? And we both are kind of ha share a point of view as to we're not partiers ourselves. We don't enjoy uh, going out to clubs and stuff. We would rather, you know, at least for me personally, I would rather, you know, have a dinner with my friends or, you know, go out with my friends as in like, you know, go around, do something fun uh, other than, cause there's a lot of, a lot of like things that are funner, like more enjoyable than just clubbing, you know? Cause I, I, for me personally, I've been clubbing a few times and I did enjoy it at the moment, but then afterwards I regretted it because you stay out too late. And then the next day you barely get anything done Mm -hmm. um, because you're tired, exhausted, and, uh, you know, and for me, it's just something that I don't like, you know, I like waking up in the morning early and having the whole day to do my things, to work and outwork people. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I've been, I've been partying a couple times too and clubbing and stuff, like you said, and it's the same thing. It's like, if you go on a Saturday night, maybe it's okay, right? You have the weekend open and stuff. But a lot of people, I've known a lot of people who do it like before school days or during school days and they oh, wake yeah. up, but they do an all-nighter, you know, and they don't go to school. Um, and I think, you know, I think if we started looking at partying, for example, in the years of high school and like um, university, that's one of the negatives, right? Students start dropping off in their focus and studies, you know, it's like, uh, you know, instead of spending that time, you know, focusing on themselves and studying, they're just out there having having fun which is i mean a good thing right everybody wants to have fun but there's a limit to it when it comes to you know your personal responsibilities but i guess that depends on the person wouldn't it because i feel like some people don't have that many responsibilities and don't have many things that they want to do so they just go out and party because they have nothing else better to do for example for myself i'm an athlete i have training and i'm always constantly training or studying or you know, doing things that I want to do to keep pursuing my dreams and my goals. And for me, partying is a waste of time. Maybe like when I have holidays and I have like maybe a free day and my friends invite me on one of the times, I'm like, okay, I'll go a bit, but I'll leave earlier than everybody because mm -hmm. I want to get my good sleep. I want to wake up early. And um, I, I, for me personally, I, I feel like it depends on the person's perspective. Wouldn't you think that? It can be, but if we're talking about what you identified there, which is, oh, he has nothing better to do, he or she, right? 
Um, they have nothing better to do. Um, so they're partying. Well, that's an internal problem for them, right? That they need to fix and not just be like, oh, partying is going to solve my problems. Because you have that time. That's not necessarily a bad thing, you know? I think it's uh, good to find things you want to do, right? That's the whole point. You're in uni, you're doing your studies, you can yeah. find things outside of partying, right? And so, you know, wasting your time and you know, and your money too, right? Because partying isn't cheap, especially for guys. <laughs> not always for girls, you know? What do you think about that? What do you think about the fact that uh, um, girls have everything free? Well, I mean, basically everything free. I wouldn't say they have everything free, but I would say it is more likely for them to get free drinks and get a free entrance than men because they could just, you know, um, seduce a guy into buying them drinks. They can seduce a guy into paying for them to enter the club. They could, come on, it, it's the truth. And yes, uh, there's free nights for girls, there's girls' nights, which everything is free. So, what do they pay in those types of situations? Nothing. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't even know about that. That's just how much I don't go out. <laughs> I didn't even know there were free nights for girls. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Friday or Saturday when they do girls night and it's all free. So if you go in, right? Because generally there's a limit for time. You go, what? That's if, crazy. If you go like up to one, like this is my experience, right? If you go be in like the club before one o'clock, everything's free, guy or girl, right? No problem. Yes, going into, going into, I'm sure this is not every club, right? But this is some clubs, right? Um, Even then, it's crazy. Yeah, but then after one, it's paid, right? So most people yeah. come a little bit on girls' night. Even if you come later than that certain period of time, you don't pay. So, and then the drinks are all on the house, right? They don't pay anything. So it's like, <laughs> you know, a free ticket. I, I feel like that's one of the reasons that, like, well, a lot of people go partying. Because, like, it's a lot of girls go partying. It's kind of just like, hey, you want to have fun? We have nothing to do. We're bored. Um, we want male attention, you know what I mean? Like, let's just go party. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. I mean, besides your sleep, right? Like, why not, right? You get everything you want. Uh, all the guys are hitting you at, on you at the club, right? Um, and, yeah, just going there to have a good time. Well, yeah, but you could also say that for guys, it's like they're, they're willing to open up their wallet to try to seduce a girl at the club. Now, I'm going to bring up a really good question. I think it's a really good question. I don't know if people agree with me, but I just got to ask, do you think a guy is valuable, has value, if he just goes to the club and tries to seduce girls there? If he tries to just seduce them? Yeah, to seduce them too. He just goes to the club to, you know, get with girls and try to get, just try to get with girls. Has no, does nothing else with his life. Do you think he has, personally, do you think he has value? I don't, I don't think that parties or not. Huh? Uh, could you repeat that? On what he, if he parties or not. I feel like that's external factors. Um, I mean, if he spends all his life partying and doesn't have anything outside of that, yes. Uh, he has a life outside of that and he still goes to party for fun, whatever, to hook up with girls. You could say yes, because he has something outside of that, I would Let's say yes, it could be possible. But I'm guessing what you're trying to say and, and the question that you're trying to make is like generally men who are 
in kind of cheap pursuit like that aren't very high quality men. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. And now, the same question, but for the opposite gender. Just a twist on that question. What if you go to a party and you're not chasing the girls, but you're there attracting the girls? What's the difference? What do you mean? What do you mean by attracting girls? In the specific words that you meant, you said they go to the club to seduce the girls. Yeah. Which is inherently, in the word seduce, a negative thing. It means they're fooling them, you know, taking advantage of them in a sense. Yeah, so not? they could hook up and then... Want you to have fun. They're a millionaire, whatever, and a bunch of girls come hit on them. Would that man be of value or not? Well, see, that's a tricky question. Mm -hmm. Because you gave the example of a millionaire, right? It could be anybody with enough Money. goals to be attractive to a woman. Okay. <laughs> so, my point of view on people that go clubbing like off very often to just party and stuff and hook up for me are people that are not very valuable okay i'll just put it that way because it's a waste of time i personally think it's a waste of time and um sure like if you go every now and then to enjoy yourself with your friend and stuff go ahead go have fun you know you got to enjoy life as well a bit but in this question that you asked me if a guy with a certain status and a certain amount of money goes to the club and is enjoying himself and girls come to him. Now, the question is, are the girls just going to him because, you know, he's a high value man or because he has money, you know? Or, well, so there are a lot of questions that could be asked throughout a lot of different perspectives. Well, being having money nowadays equates in the feminine definition being a high quality man having status take for example somebody i don't know if you know do you know dan bolzerian yes okay he's somebody who clubs a lot obviously he's considered to him like the most high quality man possible right because he has so many sexual encounters right well there's a lot of arguments against dan bolzerian or however you say his name because uh, I don't know if I'm correct, but I don't know if he's earned all of the money that he has or if he inherited it. No, he I, earned it. I, I don't know. I don't know a lot about the guy personally. Uh, I I don't follow him on social media. I don't do anything. I just every now and then sees a couple news that show up about him saying that, you know, he tricked people into buying something or whatever. So... And he's a professional poker player, apparently. So, and for the lifestyle that he lives, I don't know if a professional poker player has enough money to sustain that kind of lifestyle. So, Dan Bolzerian, I personally don't know if he's a high-value person or man, but I do see that he gets a lot of women. But mostly, I think it's because of the amount of money that he shows that he has. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yes, but that, that's kind of intertwined with my question. It like that. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but in a sense, in today's world, that makes him a high quality man having that money. I don't. I don't think high quality men should be defined about with the amount of money that they 
may have or may not have. It's more about the values that they resemble and try to have. Mm-hmm. So what are, if I'm a high value man, if he has his values and is, you know, responsible, respectable and has money, well, good for him. But I don't, I don't know if money is a big factor, but then we can ask the question as if, do you think that women go more towards rich men because they're just rich? So you would say that there are a lot of women out there that are opportunity seekers or gold diggers. I mean, everybody, everybody in their true form is right. Even, even men is just not the same, right? Well, I would put it into a perspective as to, I feel like it's easier for a woman to be, to live a rich lifestyle than for a man to live it. I don't know if you agree with that personally. Due to self, like, uh, just through parties. Just through parties, yes, of course, through dating life, and they say that, yes. And I'll tell you why, because for women, if they look good and if they're gorgeous and stuff, they will easily be able to get with a rich man or be invited to the rich man's boat or whatever it is. And for a man, you need to work and you need to put in a lot of hard work to have the boat, to own the house, to own that fancy car, you know, to have that certain amount of money that will get you a lot of beautiful women, let's say. So I personally think that when it comes to partying and clubbing it in terms of seeing who like who's a gold digger and opportunity seeker i would say women are more and this is this is like a very generalized concept but it's something Mm -hmm. i've personally witnessed and could agree with for sure like that's for sure but i guess i guess that's the whole premise of hookup culture is like you don't have to go through standard procedures of dating of things like that to get in those kind of positions, right? You can kind of just do them. I mean, through a lot of other ways, but hookup culture and parties is kind of one that thing where you meet somebody at a party, you know, it could be a guy, it could be, could be a girl, right? Either he has a lot of money or she, you know, he's famous or whatever, or she's really pretty or whatever, or supermodel, right? And like, it's just like, it feels like a, it's like a open space of opportunities for whoever, right? Yeah. Get what they want, right? It's kind of like a easy way to get what people want, right? Whether it's, you know, sex or, you know, just simpler things like making out or things like that or whatever, or free drinks and alcohol and that kind of like euphoria high or even do drugs, right? It's kind of like an ambient where everything is sort of allowed, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. But after what I said, I just want to say that um, <laughs> that people are free to do what they want. You know, everybody lives their, their life in their own terms and how they want to live it. But we're just here to give our perspectives on, you know, what it is and what people may decide to do, should do in order to live a healthier, more balanced and fulfilled life. Because I don't think a person would be fulfilled or feel like they're living a fulfilled lifestyle just by partying, 
possibly consuming drugs, alcohol, you're hooking up with different people every night. You know, I, I don't think that's a, personally, I don't think that's a, a fulfilled way to live. It's just, no. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't think it's something to build your life around, right? I think there's more um, concrete objectives that you can achieve and partying can be a hindrance to that. So it's knowing your responsibilities. But we were talking about meeting random people, right? And like meeting famous people or meeting rich people, like whatever, whether it's girls, guys, right? Um, yeah. But I guess it kind of brings up something else, which is like, I guess partying is a great way, in a sense, socialize. It's a great way to meet new people and things. Like, what, what is your take on that? Now, looking from a perspective of networking, uh, I would say that going to parties uh, and fancy get-togethers that could be called parties as well are good ways to network because you could meet a lot of high net worth people and people that, you know, have um, their own businesses and you can meet a lot of different people. That's why partying has its positives and negatives. You know, we've talked a bit about the negatives, but we got to like kind of look at it from a positive perspective as well. And I would say that this is definitely one of the biggest positives about going out and partying is the networking you make. Okay. So would that, would that outline or would it overshadow, for example, the negatives, like in your circumstance, would that make you change your mind about partying? No. Why not? Because of my lifestyle, you know, I'm the kind of person that wakes up at six in the morning, goes to bed at 10. And from the moment that I wake up, I do everything. You know, I make my own meals. I have my training that I have to do, you know, my team training and my personal training that already occupies at least four to five hours of my day. And then I have my school and then my extra studying on the side. And then I have some different ventures I like to pursue in my free time. And I give myself every day like one or two hours of just relaxing because everybody deserves that. So because of my lifestyle, I do not like partying, you know, because if I go out to party, my next day will not be what I wanted it to be. And I will not feel like I am doing everything I can to be the best version of myself. What about okay. you? you're saying you don't like it because it's a hindrance to your personal life right now but if we're talking about this in a in a truthful way right we have to look at it in perspective as if we had a chance so imagine if you had an eighth day it was given to you for I'm not saying there's an eighth day in a week but imagine you had hypothetically right you had this eighth day and you could do whatever you want it wouldn't interrupt your life would you go party I cannot give you a full, I'm not going <laughs> to okay. give you a yes, because okay. I, I don't think so. I would give you a maybe, because it depends on the circumstances. If everything the next day looks like I can do and stuff, and I don't have anything important, that important. It just depends on the circumstances as well. But I'm just personally not a big fan, because for me, parties are more about the moment. But then if you look at it at the long run, they... Contr they don't contribute a lot 
to your development. You meet a, a few people, yeah, and it's always good to meet people, but you can also meet people in different ways, you know, not not just through partying. So I, I don't, I personally, that's why I say personally, I don't, I'm not a big fan of parties. So I'm glad I asked that question because I feel like if you were to ask me that question, you know, in a reverse uh, perspective, I would say that if I did have an eighth date, instead of, you know, using it to go party, I would just use it to do all the things that I couldn't do during the week, you know, during my seven day week. I feel like having that extra time would only allow me to do more productive things um, than party, for example. And that brings me to a point where that I think both of us personally think that partying hinders progress, you know, because we are, we are young. We are very young, to be honest. We're 18, 19 years old. And we look at life, I would say we look at life very differently from a lot of 18 and 19 year olds. Because we want to progress, we want to build the foundations for our future. Whilst most 19 and 18 year olds and a bit older would just want to enjoy and have fun during this time. But the thing is, during this young period of our lives, I would say especially from 17 to 24, 25, it's where you have the most energy biologically in your body. So I feel like if we put a lot of energy into building the foundation of what we want our, our future to look like, life becomes a lot easier as we grow older. And partying and this party culture and hookup culture and everything that's going on nowadays, especially within our young generation, is just, it's just setting everybody back. So the fact that we do this is putting us millions of steps ahead of a lot of people in our generation. Because five years from now, we have five years of work ahead than everybody else when they start to be more serious about life. No, no, I was done. <laughs> okay. I think, yeah, like you're saying, it does have implications for the future. Um, not just what you lose, but also the negative, like, habits you can acquire, right? Like alcoholism, being addicted to drugs. It can get you into a lot of unfavorable situations that, you know, affect you throughout your life. You know, the money you wasted, um, the time you wasted, potential to wasted. Maybe you regret doing stupid things out partying when you were drunk, you know? Yeah. Actually, you get in a fight, you go to jail for, even if it's one day or something for the night, like, that affects you mentally, right? It influences the way you are. If you, you know, do something stupid, you, I don't know, yeah. buddy, back city, I don't know, sexually assault somebody or something like that. There's a lot of cases like that of youth, you know, uh, or, you know, going out there and being attacked or assaulted, right? Can put you into situations that are not favorable for your life and are definitely regrettable just for that. Or just for the reason of trying to have one happy night, you know what I mean? Yeah, and a lot, a lot of people that go out and get drunk to a certain point, their friends most times make videos of it, take pictures, and those things could come back and like literally hunt you down yeah. when you become successful or something, especially nowadays with cancel culture. So you want to know what's funny? Parting culture that we have nowadays and hookup culture in the future could really help with this cancel culture that that's been growing nowadays as well. 
because anybody can get canceled for anything. So imagine, let's say you want to run for president someday. It's very hypothetical, <laughs> but I'm not mm -hmm. saying it's impossible. And then one day when you're young, you get blacked out drunk at a party and you do a lot of stupid stuff and there are videos of it. The moment that you're running for president, everything comes out, you know? Yeah. And that's the hypocrisy of cancel culture is that the people behind the screens that criticize everybody, they're all safe because they're not in the spotlight where all of their mistakes can be pointed out. But if you want to be successful, you've got to be careful with what you do, especially nowadays. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, like you said about the presidency, right? You can't have a criminal record, like things like that. Um, I think you couldn't have been caught being drunk or like things like that also were definitely out of the out of the question if you were trying to run for presidency. But I think in general it's a part of the general trend in society where it's like the pursuit the pursuit of instant like satisfaction, instant pleasure, right? Yeah. Whether it's drugs, whether it's alcoholism, whether it's hookup culture, you know, one night stands, you know, everything's like I want it now, I want it now, and hopefully it disappears tomorrow. I don't want any trace, you know. There's so many situations of that where, you know, the day after they get drunk, they're like, oh, I don't want to have anything to do with that person that I was with, or um, I don't want to have anything to do with that girl that I hooked up with or whatever, you know what I mean? There's a lot of these scenarios and it's just, it just brings out, it really shows you the true colors of society and the way, you know, people are. Would you say that party culture and everything that's going on nowadays uh, for our generation, do you think that it's something that is gonna you know affect the way that society will progress in the future i mean party culture has been around for a while since like the 70s since the 80s right regeneration and things i would even go earlier Pop, yeah earlier but that's where it really like started popping out you know it wasn't just like dancing like casual and stuff like it was serious like drugs you've heard about the 20s right especially in america the great depression sure. like fine go back and hit whatever time period you want but i think yeah. this in conjunction right would be from more or less that time period um what it means for the future well i don't think it's going to get any better um i think it's just going to be the more people who grow up in in that kind of culture are just going to promote it to their kids or up be okay with it for their kids and it's just going to multiply that's what i would think mm. okay so we've covered a, a lot of topics today and you and i have gone back and forth a bit we have some similar points of view some different ones and i just want to ask you if after this conversation episode has like any any of your views changed towards partying have you are you not considering maybe I should go out more? Maybe I should keep doing what I'm doing and not go out. What's your perspective still? Is it still the same? Is it different? Me? Yeah. I mean, I've had this perspective for a pretty long time. I don't think it's it's changed much for me, but it could change, for example, for the viewer who, you know, yeah. helps highlight some ideas for them that they can realize and things. But, you know, it's kind of analyzing your own situation and things. I think it's important to know where the boundaries are, know the boundaries, you know, yeah. set them, you know, whatever. If my friend invites me out for this one time, great. Um, but other times, no. And also that's an important part of this is like peer pressure and things. Happens yeah. a lot. First year students in university or whatever in high school, 
you know what I mean? Like the seniors come up to you and they're like, oh, let's do this, let's do this, you know, do that, you know, drink the whole cup. It, it creates a culture of um, kind of like, almost like a tribalism, like where the new people always follow the others, you know, and then when the others graduate, they become the new elders and then they start, you know, telling kids to do what they want. And it, I don't think it's a really healthy thing in environments of universities and stuff, but that's my personal opinion, what do you think? I see the, the thing the same way. And uh, I would add as well that it is really important to learn how to say no and to stand by it. Not, not feel ashamed for, not, for saying no, that you don't want to go out. And then your friends make fun of you and then you feel bad. You know, Just stick with your no. Learning to say no is probably one of the biggest keys to being successful and, and in the long term. If you're a person that has ambition, has goals, you need to learn how to say no. You need to stand your ground. Because you have, you'll have a lot of distractions. You'll have a lot of friends that will try to distract you, bring you out to parties. Parties are distractions. Uh, you, and uh, you just got to say no. You got to stay focused, keep on your path. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, especially nowadays, you said you brought up a good point that I, was, that I was thinking about it, and I didn't bring it up earlier, but you said that are things there are things that you do while partying you develop you could develop alcoholism and drug addictions and stuff like that but a lot of people that i don't know if you've noticed but you see a lot of young people around our age that walk around with cigarettes e-cigs and are always smoking and that comes from party culture i think mm -hmm. they try a cigarette while out with their friends and then they get hooked on it after doing it a few times with their friends and then they develop a habit that is really hard to quit Mm -hmm. And yeah. in long term, I feel like a lot of people will get repercussions from the decisions that they're making today. For sure. You're talking about e-cigarettes, cigarettes vaping, right? At least cigarettes isn't as prominent as it was before, but now the new trend is vaping, right? Where it's like, oh yeah, like if you don't go to a party and you don't vape, from from personal experience, if you go to a party and don't vape, it's weird as like it's weird as hell. Like people are like, you don't vape. It's kind of like, and then you ask them, but like, or you tell them like, oh, but I don't think it's healthy for you. Like, I don't think it's good. It's like, oh, what are you talking about, man? Like there's scientific studies, whatever that vibe is good for you. It's not, but you know, whatever, like, but you know, it's a new trend and it's peer pressure. Like, come on, just take one whiff, take one whiff. And you're like, oh, everybody looks at me now and like, I'm cool. And then you're like, oh, let me take a second one. And you start doing that. And you're like, oh, why don't I buy my own machine or whatever? And you kind of go down, it's a really dangerous thing, right? And then you start buying from people and then, and then if you want to try to stop, people are like, what? You're trying to stop? Like, that's weird. Like, why are you, why are you stopping now, man? Like, what's what's wrong with you? You know, kind of that kind of peer pressure, you know, situation. Yeah, it's quite it, common. It's the peer pressure to follow the trends, you know? I will personally tell you, I have no idea what the trends are nowadays. A lot of my friends sometimes talk about things. And sometimes I'm in the conversation. And I'm, I'm like, really? You guys do that? Is that a thing now? You know, because I've been so focused on what I want to do and pursue with my life that I stopped caring about the outside noise and outside peer pressure. I just don't care about peer pressure. It doesn't affect me anymore. Well, when I was younger, it used to affect me. You, you and I have known each other for a few years. You might have known this. Because, and it affects everyone at some point in their lives. I think it's more especially when you're growing up. And if you are able to break down of that break out of that chain where you learn to say no stand your ground and focus on your own thing and go a different path then 
you will be good and you'll be better than, I would not say better than everyone else, but you'll be on a better path than everybody else. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so too. I, I agree with that. I think avoiding partying is definitely a benefit to your life and you got to use that time that you're gaining with that to do something productive because that's the next stage, right? If you don't party, but then you start spending that time hanging out with a bunch of drug dealers and things like that, then it's like, well, you're trading a bad for, you know, something even worse, right? Worse. So that's, that's, that's the, the precaution you have to have in this situation. So, yeah. For those of you that are watching this and party a lot, stop partying. Get to work <laughs> and do something with your life. If you don't want to be, you know, having, if you don't want to have a low income job and things like that, you got to focus now. Because if you don't, in a few years, you'll regret the decisions you're making now. Yeah, but don't you think um, partying, in a sense, and this is why it's, I mean, it's like anything else. It gives like a, it's, it gives a new realm of accomplishment for people. Like people, like you're saying, um, like accomplish something with your life, like work for them. That's accomplishment. Like, oh, I party this often and I'm popular with my friends and whatever. And they're sitting there like, oh, but I'm doing things that are good. You know what I mean? What would be your response to that? Because some people don't think it's wrong at all. You know, I'm not saying it's wrong. But like people that people that think that if they do 20 shots at a party is a cool record to have or if they, you know, get with three different people in the same night or whatever, if it's a cool. I, no, it's all a joke, man. Like for me, it's personally, I, I just look at them and see a joke. I, I don't take them seriously because I know I'm young and a lot of people sometimes talk to me and be like, man, you're too serious. You're young. You should enjoy life. Yeah, but to an extent, because you're not going to be young forever and you're not going to have this energy forever. And nowadays is like now for us, it's the best time for us to develop ourselves, learn, put ourselves out there, experience new things, you know, and grow. Because when we're 40, we're not going to grow more. We're already established as who we are. When we're 60, like, I don't want to be 60 years old or be on my deathbed at 80 or whatever, how long I live and look back and be like, oh man, I wish when I was 18, I would have gone out less and done more of what I wanted to do. Go into this area of interest or maybe grow, start a business and fail. I failed many times, man, but that's how I learned. And people, I think a lot of people are scared to fail that they just don't even try, you know? Well, you won't make it. You won't make it to be eighty on your deathbed if you're chain smoking. But yeah, if you're partying this much, you're not gonna make it there. But I, right, your choice. <laughs> Technology, following know, people's life. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think I agree with you in that sense. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's 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 interesting how people think it's. I don't know. I guess it. I guess you have to have a. I would say you have to have a different worldview. Because it depends on what your values are, right? Achievement, yeah. achievement for one person is not the same achievement for you, uh, for another person. Sorry, like maybe a person from a poor upbringing will have a certain achievement that might be something a lot more basic. Maybe somebody coming out of poor family might be like, "Oh, all I want to achieve is have a stable income and a house," you know. What I mean? And maybe a, a person who already has a stable income and a house, you know, from the time. 
like has something higher. So I think that same principle can be applied here where like people have, depending on their worldview, their, their, you know, progression of achievements. And for a lot of people, maybe it's like, oh, my achievement is by the time I'm 25, you know, and I'm not saying this as, as a joke, but like, it's serious, but like, we're like, oh, by the age I'm 25, like, I want to have, you know, a, a body count of 50 or something like that. And it's like, <laughs> bro, what do you, what are the standards you're setting in your life? You know what I mean? Like, oh, I want to have done, you know, this, this, this. I want to have done all the stupid things possible so then I can go be happy that with no regrets. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just some sometimes I look at the world and see things online that I just look and be like, this is the world we live in nowadays. This is crazy. And sometimes I see videos of, you know, World War veterans and people that have fought in different wars. And they're like, I can't believe I saw many of my friends die just for the world to become what it is nowadays. It, it is crazy. Like, yeah, man, I've seen so many things online that it's just, it's just absurd how people behave, how people, what people say, what people want to normalize. <laughs> man, there are a lot of absurd things going on in this world today. Yeah. There's too many distractions, I would say. I think it's like there isn't there's there's no point to develop there's no there's no reason for developing your priorities, you know. Back in a lot of years ago, right? And for example, those World War Two veterans, you know, there was something to fight for, you know. You had to achieve something in life and then now it's like life is okay if you party until you're thirty and it's like great. Everything's handed to our generations. Yeah. And also living in like a more or less peaceful generation like we're not worried about like dying tomorrow and things like that so we are like oh like let's live life you know for the maximum pleasure and stuff yeah before we end this episode i just want to say i remember i said this in one of our latest episodes i said that if you're just slightly a bit of a savage nowadays you will be you'll get through anyone like you will be ahead of a, a lot of people i think you said Because, that last episode. I, i don't think it was last episode one of the last episodes and um and i and i i still think that way because like for me i've from what i started when like i got serious about my life a few years back and where i look at where i am now i would say that i've made like younger me proud if i had to look at myself from my 20 my 12 year old point of view I would say, damn, I would not expect for me to be this at 18. Mm. And I expect to, by 25 at least, to have done a lot of big things because that's what I'm building right now. I'm building a lot of big foundations that will be fruitful in the long term. And a lot of people just don't do it like that. You know, they like to live in the moment, that instant gratification instead of working hard, suffering and getting the reward later. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty pretty good way to end the episode, I think, on that note. Yeah. For sure. Well, thank you for listening in. It's uh, me, Jason, <laughs> and Rodrigo Puentes finishing up eight here. And yeah, anything else you'd like to say? No, I just want to say thank you very much, guys, and stay tuned for our ninth episode next week. And go check our social media, TikTok, Instagram, and Spotify and everything else. Get, show us some support, some love. We're doing this for everybody. So show us some love. For sure.